0: Hey guys, this is Evelyn, this is Natalie, and we're the Goldens. Our goal is to spread love, positivity, and help people start their healing
1: journey. Today we'll discuss relationships and communication and our personal experiences. Okay guys, let's dive into it. So we'll start off with the definition of what communication is. Communication is the imparting or exchanging of information or news. And let's go ahead and just define relationship for our sake. The way in which two or more concepts, objects, or people are connected or the state of being connected. Why are we discussing relationships and communications all together?
0: I've always had a problem with communication. But it helps you explain to someone else what you're experiencing, feeling, and expressing where your needs are. So it's it's practically what you use every day. Now there's also lack of communication. And that's where blame comes in, um, relationship anxiety, depression,
1: anger, resentment, divorce, and it keeps going. Right. So when whenever we don't have good healthy communication and relationships, that can lead to that, definitely. Yeah. So um can you share some of the impacts that the lack of communication has made in your personal life growing up you can give any type of example like growing up or you can just start off it's always
0: hard right Mm -hmm. like me for example my first language was spanish and it was it was tough because i had to learn english really really fast Mm -hmm. and then um you start hearing both languages and then it becomes like it became, freaking, it became freaking like spanglish to me so um i've always had a hard time speaking and pronouncing words i get all self-conscious when i can't speak right yeah we're doing this whole podcast so and it's hard but yeah I'm, I'm here trying guys i'm out here trying but oh my god like when i would tell people things but they wouldn't really know what i was saying they would just stare at me and nod <laughs> And then I, w- I would have to start asking them. Like, Aww. I already knew the look. <laughs> of it, confusion. It would, and, Yeah. Like, just nodding and just being like, uh-huh. <laughs> and i will be like, why don't people understand me? Going and I'm now. like, wow, what's wrong with me? Like, am I not speaking well? And I, I started learning that I just... I I wouldn't pronounce things so well. Obviously, if you guys can hear me, then (laughs) please don't judge me. (laughs) And please don't
1: judge us.
0: I I have like, you can tell I have like this accent and it it sounds weird, but I don't know about anybody. But if you had strict parents, you know what the fuck I'm talking about because they don't let you talk and they make all your choices for you and they talk for you.
1: Yeah, they basically say these are your thoughts and this is what it is. And yeah. It, it sucks. Mm-hmm. And for me, it was like, no, no, callate,
0: callate. Or, <laughs> yeah. No, no, digas no digas nada. No digas nada. No le digas a tu papa, no le digas a tu mamá. Like, no le digas. Which, like, which
1: would say, like, that basically means what? Like, shut
0: up. Like, yeah. don't say what you think, feel, don't say the truth. Mm-hmm. And then I, I honestly, I feel like I, I became such a good liar because of that, <laughs> which is, is really bad. It yeah, sucks. and it
1: ties into all this other, like, BS down the road that you're just like... <laughs> Did it Man. fuck with me?
0: Did it affect me on the long like a long term? Did it affect me long term? Yes, it did. Yeah. I became like this compulsive liar because of my strict parents. They're so strict with me mm-hmm. that I just I could you learn how to read someone's mind and I'm you're just like, I'm just gonna say what they wanna what hear. they wanna hear. Yeah. But because you can't even speak for yourself. But yeah, the strict parent part definitely like messed up my communication and relationship part with them. I was always the quiet one in class and uh, I wouldn't talk. I wouldn't try to answer questions. I wasn't really confident. I was just mm-hmm. like the quiet one in the back that wouldn't talk that people thought was like, she's a weird girl because she doesn't talk. Mm-hmm. But I was so scared and afraid of what people were going to think about me because I would try to speak and like these intrusive thoughts would come into my head mm-hmm. and then I would get scared. <laughs> and then what
1: I was trying to say, would it, it, it wouldn't, wouldn't really come, come out.
0: out. It just
1: wouldn't. And it just, it, <laughs> it, just, it creates a social anxiety, right, too. What do you think so, affected you Not Okay, you explain your childhood and how you kind of like developed that, you know, when you were little, but mm-hmm. how does that differentiate going into kind of like your teenage and maybe like your younger years, like younger 20s? Because you just feel like people know
0: that you can't speak very well. Mm-hmm. And, they, you, and then you become like the nice person. Mm-hmm. Like you don't know how to say no, you just say yes to everything because you just like you can't even explain or express yourself, so then you become a pleaser, then you be yeah, you're just a pleaser, and it's horrible, and it sucks, and I didn't even realize it realize that until way later,
1: and we kind of can tie this all back to like trauma right of some sort, right, because you say you developed like these tendencies because your parents wouldn't let you speak your mind. it was kind of like somebody was thinking and speaking for you,
0: I think that happens a lot like.
1: No, it actually does. It happened to me in a very different way.
0: Yeah.
1: But, um, so for me, guys, I had a mother who was very strict. Yes. But on top of that, I I wouldn't like to say that I was very obedient because I don't think that's the correct term. But it was really hard for me to communicate with her because she would just make, make decisions for me and kind of say, okay, you're going to do this. This is what you're going to do. You're not going to have your own thoughts they kind of just redirect you. And I know that parents, I mean, if you're a parent, I'm not shaming you at all, but it's kind of hard, right? You don't come with instructions on how to raise a, a child, but some some of our parents, especially within our culture, going back to, you know, our first episode, which if you haven't heard, please listen to it so it can kind of make sense. But um, yeah, I mean, it kind of stunted the way that I communicate it a lot to the point that Bro, I was communicating with her with notes, note writing. And that's something that I've never shared with you, which what? is crazy.
0: What do you mean? Yeah, I writing? just was
1: saving it for this episode. So <laughs> so this this moment yeah, for right 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 this moment right, this now, moment right, right now, right here. Right now, right
0: here, right Wait, what do you mean notes? What is that? What do you mean by notes?
1: So I became um, very solitary to the point that I would not express any thought or feeling at all, but not because of the fear that, you know, she was going to slap my hand and say that's not the right way to say it or that's not the right thing to do. But it was mostly just not wanting to share my true feelings with anybody. It was kind of like building a wall and protecting myself, you know, And in addition to all the trauma that I went through and which we'll be kind of discussing more further on. But those are some of the things that kind of stunted me from communicating. And I mean, I got bullied in school for it too because again, I never was able to communicate my thoughts and share what I actually felt. And going back to when I was little, you know, there was a lot of moments in my life where I wish I could have appropriately have spoken up for myself, especially in moments of distress you know moments where i didn't feel safe doing something you know that i was told to do so i know it kind of turned <laughs> a little dark there but <laughs> you're like over oh, here with a big gulp but um yeah i mean it it does um impact you very negatively and it, and i think it's it's really important to learn ha- about healthy communication that's something that our parents never taught us i oh, mean growing no. up like no. it was so toxic yeah. i mean yelling was like the way of communication yeah. like left and right
0: Give us some examples
1: now. Um, So basically, some examples are like, didn't you just mention some right now?
0: Like
1: what? (laughs) Um, Well, maybe you didn't. Maybe they're so like recorded in my brain that I'm just like hearing them. But it was like, you don't know how to do anything. Well, basically in Spanish, right? But you don't know how to do anything. This is the way to do things. Don't eat that. You need to eat this, blah, blah, blah. Like, it was just like. That was our way of communicating. <laughs> <laughs> that was our way of like growing oh, up and communicating. It's horrible. I mean, it has very negatively impacted the way that we communicate our needs with one another mm-hmm. and set boundaries, mm-hmm. right? Because even as a kid, I think that it's very important to set boundaries with your parents. Like, hey, like this is not what I want. I wanted this, and this is the reason why. And I think overall, just growing up, it's. Or this is how I feel. Yeah. This is how, this is why I'm gay. <laughs> like, <laughs> this even is coming why we're out, <laughs> Even coming out yeah. ties up to that. Yeah, everything. That's all we're, we're talking about this because it's like, it's, it's so crazy. So important. Yeah. It, it is very important. And. It's like an everyday thing, right? Mm hmm. I mean, not to say that nonverbal communication makes up about 80%, right? But still, like you said, the non-verbals like you would have to really like go home and see hey like what is this person feeling before I make up a lie or should I tell the truth what are some things for you that you know eventually turned into a trigger so
0: when I was like in high school and during college <laughs> um, whenever somebody would ask me a question mm-hmm. I would like freeze I don't know if you guys have ever felt like when somebody just i mean it could be social anxiety a little bit of that mm-hmm. i wouldn't say like fully cuz i was a, i was a little social like thankfully i was so sweet and nice that i looked friendly and people would just thought i was friendly like approach you yeah, right away just approachable yeah. right away but a trigger for me was when they would ask me a question it could be like a classmate like or a, a professor or a teacher or a friend and if i was in a public area I, like, my hands would get all sweaty. I would start getting so nervous. Heart palpitations. Would... These are, like, real things. And I would, I would get so fucking nervous that I would feel like I was shaking. Like, if I was cold, like, trembling. Mm-hmm. It just, it goes back to when my, my parents, like, used to ask me questions. But it felt like they were interrogating me. Yeah. And I never felt like, like, they were scaring the fuck out of me. Instead of, like,
1: genuinely having I a mean, conversation, like, hey, are you like, okay?
0: hey, like, what's wrong with you? I've noticed you, like, you you look a little off. Do you feel off? What's wrong with you? No. It, it was like, que chingos tienes? Los que tienes ahora? Porque, que traes? <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you? Que traes? Que traes? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> and you're like, what the fuck? I don't even know what's wrong Your with you. five-year-old like, self. <laughs> fuck, I don't know like. But some... i I would say that's one of my triggers even like going up and presenting i don't know if you guys have ever felt like that when you have to go up and present and all your 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 classmates are like you're speaking you're the one talking and you're like what the fuck i can't even say no to you guys like fuck i'm scared to say no because you can't communicate you're just so scared to like communicate your needs yeah and it's so scary because you can't even tell people how you feel sometimes i would zone out of my body and like i would be speaking but i wasn't really sure what i was saying (laughs) and it sounds like the room is just like buzzing like it's weird i don't know if if you guys have ever felt like that when when i don't know if you guys remember being in class or in school and you're presenting and i don't mean i don't know what the fuck i was saying but i was talking (laughs) but i could just hear myself kind of like like that (laughs) but like i have no idea what i was saying (laughs) well that's very bad because i was inside of
1: my thoughts yo i when i was younger um i did you know have difficulty communicating and one thing that i would always do i was such a freaking pleaser that i would tell people like if you would ask me a question like hey like what's your favorite color i would be like you know blue because you like blue you know what i mean it was weird it was that's fucking weird yeah it's fucking weird (laughs) yeah or fuck yeah or my way of communicating that i was that i didn't want to talk about anything basically with anybody would be i'm fine and i'm like that's not even a feeling yo like i'm not even expressing myself when we start
0: hiding away our anger feelings and emotions and sadness i'm fine i'm fine everything's
1: fine <laughs> yeah and you start using like distributive like you know ways of getting rid of that anger or that emotional buildup that you have within you yeah. um how did this affect your relationships like oh my god like my relationship? intimate relationships intimate relationships yeah okay oh like
0: oh we're talking about ex. we're talking about, about exes, exes. <laughs> <laughs> all right all right let's get into this um I mean, back then, I, I was a very prideful girl, and I just wanted everything my way, because I never had it my way, since I had a very controlling and strict makes parents. Sense. I'm here in college, right? And I'm like, this is my fucking years, my time, and, and um, you know, I, I had an ex, and me and my ex just had no communication at all. I know that makes no sense, but have you guys ever been with a person where, like, you guys just, like, don't talk about anything, literally, like? there's no communication like you you don't for example you don't tell each other how you feel or what's wrong or if someone's upset or mad about something else that happened the other day or anything like that
1: it was just like that and the smallest amount of like discomfort it could just be like how's your day going a person not asking you that especially when you're in a relationship it makes you feel like what like you don't matter right you can't even express what your needs are so
0: how is that relationship even going to work and this can be with anybody it can be with your parents it can be with your siblings uh intimate relationships like if you don't tell them what's wrong and how you feel then there's you can't fix anything and then you can get better right there's no improvement exactly that that's how I felt with me and just i
1: just wouldn't talk that point in your life you also kind of avoid confrontation and then confrontation oh just becomes God. such I a negative i don't even want to talk about comfort- being confrontational top five most important things in a healthy relationship is trust open communication loyalty humor and compromise wow Ooh, man have we had to compromise humor? Humor. <laughs> and have some humor yeah live wow. a little life is too short right you humor. Have have humor yeah we have a lot of humor
0: yeah we do everything's fucking funny like right now before recording this we just couldn't start recording because we just
1: started laughing like fucking crazy people and, like, <laughs> like fucking crack kids like, fucking laughing and we're literally like should we take a shot just to relax because we just get the I giggles think, I think we
0: should just like start drinking for the next one so that we can relax because i think they're just like nervous giggles <laughs> How did lack of communication uh, affect
1: your previous relationship? So have you guys ever felt as if maybe you were sharing this experience with someone, but you guys live completely different worlds where neither of each of you were like understanding each other? And that's sometimes not your fault. You know, I'm not saying that you, you might be with the wrong person, but at that time... With my previous relationship, I felt like our worlds, no matter how much in my mind I wanted them to collide, like they just were not colliding, you know, it was just not it.
0: (laughs) You just try so fucking hard and you've given everything that you have and you just see no progress and your relationship still shit. And this could be with anybody again, but uh, within an intimate relationship, like you're just giving them, you have given them your all and nothing has changed. They haven't changed And you feel so drained and broken inside.
1: Mm -hmm. That's fine. Yeah. And especially with, you know, it it all comes down to communication, basically. I think communication is, like, the main source of, like, how to describe how we feel, what our needs are. But if neither of you guys, like, or neither, you know, me or my ex or you and your ex, you know ever ever knew how to talk to one another or share personal thoughts and experiences and feelings and about the simplest things and your relationships never going to advance or basically never going to get anywhere so yeah i felt very misunderstood i felt unrelatable i felt like a freaking alien out of this planet that i'm like damn like why am i so unhappy like i should be like basically happy and Obviously, communication was not there. And this ties back to growing up, you know, our parents, how they would talk to us. And this ties up to childhood traumas that would stunt you from communicating your needs or, you know, speaking up when you were afraid and scared. So it does affect your personal life. It And it also, like, leaks into your work life or even, like, going to college. And like you said, like, in school, you know, or your professional life, whatever you want to call it.
0: Whenever you guys have to go to work... And you're just like, fuck, like I need to communicate with my boss. I need to communicate with my coworkers. I need to call my parents. Every day we're
1: constantly communicating. I also wanted to bring up like the whole thing with like coworkers and even, you know, colleagues and, you know, when you're going to school. Friends. Yeah, with friends. <sighs> Um, but also like when you're work, have you ever, okay guys, have you guys ever worked on a project? I'm pretty sure everybody has been when they put you on a yeah.
0: project with the poster and the markers. Yeah. And, yeah, and you're supposed to break <laughs> people my like, group
1: and like nobody talks. <laughs> And nobody, like, or even, like, one person dictates the whole thing, or nobody talks, or you end up with, you know, you could be the person left with the whole thing, the whole project to do. There's, like, no leaders. There's, yeah, (laughs) I mean, that is so hard. That was one of my biggest pet peeves. But going back to what you were saying, yeah, like, sometimes we can't even communicate with our siblings, like, you know, the lack of communication. Or even, you know, they might have experienced the same, obviously, upbringing from our parents and there's no communication. Like our way of communicating is like looking at each other and like nodding and not having those emotional okay, feels. Alright,
0: yeah, mm-hmm. all right, yeah. Okay, that's It fine. is what it
1: is. Alright. Have a good day. You yeah. know
0: what can we all do to get better at communicating? Try to improve these relationships and try to express what we feel and think.
1: So the main or the first thing to do is kind of to assimilate your feelings and your thoughts and kind of group them together and sometimes it might even take practice for some of you but that's nothing to be ashamed of and obviously we're gonna you know reach you know from different spectrums of like households of upbringing so not one story again as I always I'm always gonna say this is gonna match you know somebody else's exactly the same way so it just starts by collecting your thoughts kind of reviewing the things that you want to say and then expressing them. But in a healthy manner, you can, you know, ask someone, hey, can I talk to you? Like, do you have some time to talk? Or if you're uncomfortable with a situation, like just verbalizing your needs in a very, you know, gently formal manner and saying, hey, I feel uncomfortable doing this. Um, I think those are the first steps in taking and to realizing that, You could change the way you communicate with people and you could possibly change the way that, you know, you grow within your relationships. It could be with your kids, with, you know, your family, with your parents, your siblings, your spouse, your husband, your friends. There's a lot of things that, you know, I wish I could say to some of my friends, you know, that words that have been left unspoken of things that have hurt me in the past. And you kind of just let it go. And then what happens? You lose that friendship. People think
0: it's, like, just a necessary drama and they don't want to deal with it. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, I don't want to deal with this. Like, now just leave it how it is.
1: Or others might think it's not that important, but it is important. I think that being able to express yourself and, like, here's the whole thing about, like, let's talk about our relationship now. Oh, my God. There's been a lot of compromise that we've had to do. And it's, you know, a little bit of sharing with all of you guys Cause we're kind of putting expose our
0: expose me, babe.
1: <laughs> we're putting to our these
0: people. Yeah,
1: yeah. Just kidding. <laughs> to th- I'm gonna <laughs> just explain some of the things that we've had to encounter because of yeah. how we grew up. You know what I mean? Yeah. We had to kind of c- compromise and understand that we don't come from like the same traumas. You know, even though they might be similar, we don't come from the same traumas, and we also need to verbalize, "Hey, like I don't feel a hundred percent today. Like, please don't irritate me." <laughs> You know, and it could be something simple as that, that can prevent you from having an argument. You know, you're going to be like, hey, like, I'm not going to irritate her. I'm going to kind of give her, or you know, or whoever, him or her, whatever, your space. So there won't be an issue. And then we'll kind of touch bases again tomorrow. Because let's face it, guys, we don't always feel 100%. There's always some stressor in our lives. It could be some health issue. Um, It could be, you know, work related. It could be family issues. Or maybe you just need a freaking mental day, right? To just regroup yourself. If your mom doesn't want to talk to you, if your dad doesn't want to talk to you, then I am so sorry that they don't want to share these beautiful moments with you because life is too fucking short. And don't be afraid to speak your your beautiful mind, please. Don't do it in a respectful way, but don't be afraid to speak your mind because you don't know how sometimes that, you know, causes disadvantage All right, guys, thank you so much for listening today. Remember to spread love and peace and don't give up on your healing journey.
0: Stay Stay golden. golden.